So what I'd like to do tonight is I'd like to answer questions that you may have. So I'm going to read something, a poem by my spiritual master. So while I'm reading the poem, get your questions formulated. We're going to have a Krishna conscious town hall meeting. So no question is off bounds. Any question I can handle, I've heard them all. You never know, you might come up with something I've never heard before. But let me first read this poem uh, by Srila Prabhupada that he wrote when he arrived here in America on September 17, 1965, which I consider personally the greatest day in American history. Because without Prabhupada coming to America, we wouldn't be here today. So while I read this poem, get your question formulated, okay? Fair enough? Everyone say, Haribo. My dear Lord Krishna, you are so kind upon this useless soul, but I do not know why you have brought me here. Now you can do whatever you like with me. But I guess you have some business here. Otherwise, why would you bring me to this terrible place? Most of the population here is covered by the material modes of ignorance and passion. Absorbed in material life, they think themselves very happy and satisfied. And therefore, they have no taste for the transcendental message of Vasudev. Can everyone say that holy name? Vasudev. Very good. I do not know how they will be able to understand it. But I know your causeless mercy can make everything possible because you are the most expert mystic. How will they understand the mellows of devotional service? O oh Lord, I am simply praying for your mercy so that I will be able to convince them about your message. All living entities have become under the control of the illusory energy by your will. And therefore, if you like, by your will, they can also be released from the clutches of illusion. I wish that you may deliver them Therefore, if you so desire their deliverance, then only will they be able to understand your message. The words of Srimad Bhagavatam are your incarnation. And if a sober person repeatedly receives it with submissive oral reception, then he or she will be able to understand your message. They will become liberated from the influence of the modes of ignorance and passion. And thus all inauspicious things accumulated in the core of the heart will disappear. How will I make them understand this message of Krishna consciousness? 
I am very unfortunate, unqualified, and the most fallen. Therefore, I am seeking your benediction so that I can convince them, for I am powerless to do so on my own. Somehow or other, O Lord, you have brought me here to speak about you. Now, my Lord, it is up to you to make me a success or a failure as you like. O spiritual master of all the worlds, I can simply repeat your message. So if you like, you can make my power of speaking suitable for their understanding. Only by your causeless mercy will my words become pure. And I am sure that when this transcendental message penetrates their hearts, they will certainly feel engladdened and thus become liberated from all unhappy conditions of life. O oh Lord, I am just like a puppet in your hands. So if you have brought me here to dance, then make me dance. Make me dance, O oh Lord. Make me dance as you like. I have no devotion, nor do I have any knowledge, but I have strong faith in the holy name of Krishna. I have been designated as Bhakti Vedanta, and now, if you like, you can fulfill the real purport of Bhakti Vedanta. Signed, the most unfortunate. Insignificant beggar, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, on board the ship Jaladuta, Commonwealth Pier, Boston, Massachusetts, U.S. of A., dated 18th of September, 1965. Srila Prabhupada Ki. So, I read this poem because it's very inspiring to me. Last week, I was speaking in Los Angeles Temple, and I gave a whole lecture on this poem. I do that every year, because I find it rejuvenates my whole preaching psyche. It enthuses me and enlivens me. So now, now that I've become enlivened, please, who has a burning question? It's always the first one's the hardest to break the ice. Any question? All right, we'll go here. Keep it. I'll, I'll come back to you. Yes, sir. Ah. First of all, that line needs a little explanation. I'll answer your question. Because someone here, I will, yes. He wants to know, because one of the lines in the poem, by your will, they are entrapped in illusion, and therefore by your will only will they be delivered. Yes? So that needs to be explained, because it sounds like God is vindictive, that he has sent us here as punishment 
So we think, might think that God is some vindictive, you go down and be... No. If we study the conclusion of Srimad Bhagavatam, if we study Srila Prabhupada's explanation, originally we were with Krishna. Right, Javita Das? Yes. We were discussing earlier today on this point. We made the first move. We indicated to Krishna, Krishna, I want to know what it's like to be you. I want to know what it's like to feel like you. So we made the first move. And Krishna said, fine, I'll fulfill that desire, but not here in my abode. That's not possible. Impossible, no possible. Therefore, I'll create a world for you where you can try to be like me, you can try to feel like me. And we'll call it San Diego. <laughs> so, we made the first move. Now, to answer your question. So, we made the first move. Misuse of independence or free will. So, yes, nobody can deliver us from in this imprisonment, Krishna is the only, God is the only one. No demigod can deliver us. Only God himself. Okay? So, why doesn't, like your question is, why doesn't God do it? Because he won't interfere with your free will. Only when you really, really, really want it, then he'll take you. Our problem is, we don't really want it. And that's what Maya does. Maya says, oh, you don't want to go back there and be a servant. You want to be president. You want to be Kobe. You want to be all these things. Maya's service is to test us. You really want to go back to the kingdom of God where you came from? But that means you'll have to be servant. You can't be the enjoyer. You can't be the master. You'll have to become servant of the servant of the servant. You go out here. You go to any establishment. You go to anyone. Hey, do you want to be the servant or the boss? Which one are they going to choose? Right? They're, everybody is choosing, I want to be master. I want to be enjoyer. So, when we indicate to Krishna that we have no more interest in lording it over San Diego or Los Angeles or any place, when we indicate to Krishna, Krishna, I am finished. I have tried to become you. I've tried to imitate you. I've tried to be you. I realize it's not possible. Now I simply want to serve you. Then you go. That is why we are chanting. We are chanting. What is the meaning of this chanting? There are many explanations. Esoteric. I'll give you the simplest because I'm a simple man. The simplest explanation of the Hare Krishna mantra 
O energy of the Lord, O Lord, please engage me in your service. And when that desire is 100%, and no matter what anyone offers you, you say, no, I simply want to be the eternal servant of Radha and Krishna, then you come back because you really want it. Does that satisfy you? Good. All right. You had a question and then you. Yes, sir. Nice and loud. Okay, I'm a simple man, one at a time. You better. You had better. But let's answer your question, okay? So, the living entity, the soul, part and parcel of the soul is desire. Everyone is desiring, even right now. That's what we do. We desire. And Krishna fulfills those desires according to what we deserve. So, if a particular person does not reach this 100% desire that I simply want to serve Krishna, means there's still some idea left that I can be the enjoyer. That's what it means. Okay? So to the degree that I still have some independent desire, then I am given a particular body to fulfill those desires. So I'm getting body after body after body simply to fulfill un unfulfilled desires. So, in our philosophy, you pick up where you left off. So let's say, at the end of this lifetime, you for example, let's say you achieve 60% completion. Your next birth, you'll start with 61. Somehow or other you get a bump up with your next birth. Krishna is a good investment program. So you'll get another birth and another opportunity to continue. But you could misuse it. God forbid. Are you, you're an Indian? You have taken birth as an Indian? You? Yes. Okay. Oh, that deserves a bell. So, that birth, we know from our books, is a very good birth. In your past, you were a very good boy or girl, I can't say. But in your past, you were a very good girl or boy. 
All right? Now, you are coming to the temple regularly because every time I come, I see you. So that's good. And you're associating with devotees. I see you have a very nice shirt. Let me see the back of your shirt. I noticed it in the kirtan. Ah, chant Hare Krishna and be happy. Do you do that? Do you follow your own advertisement? Always. Always. Let's give him a ding. Very good. So, if you continue. Now, you mentioned Yamaraj at the time of death. Do you have the Tulsi necklace on your neck? He has to get Tulsi necklace. See, Yamaraj and his servants, if they see this, they don't visit you. I don't want to see Yamaraj. That's why I have several. So, you, do we sell? Do we sell Tulsi necklace? You should be wearing Tulsi necklace 24-7. Because you never know when they're going to come. <laughs> Especially Halloween. <laughs> See, Halloween is Yamaduta Puja. <laughs> they are all desiring to become Yamadutas, all those Halloween things. <laughs> Mahatattva can tell you, we have done Harinam in Hollyweird many times. Right, Mahatattva? And, that, and you see where people are going to be in their next life when they come out. It's quite a scene. Is it not? Yes, he can tell you. You might even have pictures, right, and video. Oh. Anyway, so wear the Tulsi necklace, all right? And if you see a Yamaduta or in any condition where you are frightened, you should call out, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare, 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 Rama, Hare, Rama, Rama, and danger will fly away. Okay? All right. Sir, what is your question? You had your hand raised. Oh. We read in the Srimad Bhagavatam, Bhishma Dev tells Yudhisthira, Bhishma Dev is lying on the bed of arrows. He's about to give up his life. But he will give up his life only when he decides. And he tells Yudhisthira something very significant. He says to Yudhisthira, nobody can understand or know the plan of Lord Sri Krishna. Now, we can understand one thing. Prabhupada himself first tried to start this movement in India, but the people were not interested. Prabhupada decided, now, we can infer Prabhupada is pure devotee of Krishna, so Krishna in Prabhupada's heart gave him the inspiration to come to America. Prabhupada said, usually 
they go to London. Prabhupada said, I was always thinking of New York. So we can think like that, that it was Krishna in Prabhupada's heart prompting him, go to America, go to New York. Yes, then you're what you said, yes. And Prabhupada even said, what America, I don't know if it's true now, but back then, in 1965, the mood around the world was, what America is doing, the whole world were doing. Not now. That doesn't apply anymore. So, I like the way you're thinking. Thank God Prabhupada came to America. Srila Prabhupada ki. All right. Next question. Yes, sir. Yeah. You've asked the right guy. Okay. Krishna consciousness is multi-leveled. You find your niche. You find the level you're comfortable with. Start there. Work your way up. That's number one. We're not competing. You find that particular place where you so the first thing is be comfortable now we understand we're we're supposed to spread krishna consciousness all over the world we understand and prabhupada himself confirmed not everyone is meant for renounced life not everyone is meant for living in the temple it's not besides if you asked Mahatattva, the whole of San Diego wanted to live here, it's impossible. So yes, we, the movement needs, as you say, householders. Right. So, raising your daughter and yourself. So obviously you're working in the quote-unquote real world. Right? Nothing wrong with that. But don't forget Krishna. And with your daughter, you want her to become a doctor or engineer or something. You want her to be... Exactly. Yes. So yes, she can and you can work nicely in the material world. Side by side, make sure she learns Krishna 
consciousness. Okay? Are you chanting any japa? So if you can inspire her, use the word inspire. So while she's going to school, if she's inspired, she can chant Hare Krishna. Well, I don't think the word is girl. Krishna called Arjuna a eunuch, not a girl. Okay, now. But I see what you're getting. I see what you're getting. Because, because there's two things. You can see things materially or externally, or you can see things transcendentally. So, according to Bhagavad Gita, Materially, there are differences. Brahman, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra, Brahmachari, Grihastha, Vanaprastha, Sanyas, men and women, there are differences. We're not going to deny that. It's there in our books. <clears throat> but spiritually, and this is confirmed in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, he explains what's a Brahman. Krishna explains what's a Kshatriya, what's a Shudra even. Then Krishna says, this is chapter 18 of Bhagavad Gita, now I'm going to tell you how all of them can achieve perfection. So how do you achieve perfection? By doing your duty and side by side worshipping the Supreme Lord. And Krishna says also in the Bhagavad Gita, whether one is born low doesn't matter. They can achieve the supreme destination by developing love for him. So, if you, in particular, want to guide your daughter and daughters or your family, you have to become very daksha. You know what the word daksha means? Expert. So you have to study Prabhupada's books so that you can answer all their questions. If you can't answer a question, I'll answer it. You take one of my cards before you leave tonight. You can always send me an email. I'm answering questions of people all over the world. If you can't get a hold of me, you have Mahatattva, you have Dravida, you have so many devotees. In fact, if you have a heavy question, you should get the advice of at least six and get the best answer, best out of six answers. Okay? Fair? You like what I'm doing? All right, so make sure you take one of my cards. I'll be glad to answer any question 24-7, 365 because email is still free. <laughs> I don't know if the Republicans get in. I don't know. Next question. Are you satisfied? With... Go ahead. Tell her that from one angle of vision, it may look like that, but you're not that body, my daughter. You're not woman. You're spirit soul. And as spirit soul, we're equal. Okay? And that will certainly help her to be an engineer or a doctor. 
Yes. 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 All right, who else had a hand raised? Yes, back there, sir. Yes. The most important thing is to walk the walk and talk the talk because I'm from New York. <laughs> so, if you are following nicely, if you are practicing, that will give you shakti. And with that shakti, then when you say something, it'll have potency. You understand? Example is better than precept. So, family members, that's the hardest work. Family is the hardest. Because they just see you as, hey, who's he trying to kid? Right? But don't get discouraged. You stay fixed. You walk the straight and narrow. And in time, they will see. They will see. By your, because what's so, I'll use a Halloween word, spooky, about Krishna consciousness is that it actually works. It's actually scary how this philosophy works. And if you nicely follow, you will get, as I said, shakti. And then when you speak, you'll have authority. And you will get Krishna's blessings. So, most important thing, are you chanting every day? Are you reading Bhagavad Gita every day? Okay, good, good. Keep reading, keep chanting. Keep doing service. Eventually, everything will be nice. Good enough? All right. Next question, please. Mahatatva, you let me know when to stop blabbing. All right. Any other questions? Yes, sir. It seems that Srila Prabhupada is saying, I do not know why you brought me here. At the same time, it seems that he said once that I can see the temples, I can see the devotees on the time surface. Is he just uh, trying to be a, an instrument in the poem? Is, is that why he's speaking like that? When Prabhupada writes, he is also teaching. So, by his example, he's teaching us how we should feel. All right? What Prabhupada is actually experiencing, we'll never know. We can only go by what he's writing. So from one angle of vision, at least here, because nothing, he's just arriving. He has no idea what is in store for him. So he's teaching us what it means to surrender. Surrender is, in this sense, we don't, you know, one, there's one lecture Prabhupada gave where he's explaining Actually, we say no gambling, right? One of the principles. But becoming a devotee is the greatest gamble. Because we don't know what's going to happen. When I joined this movement in 1973, I showed up with my suitcase 
I didn't know what was going to happen. I just said, all right, here I am. I had no idea that they were going to make me wash floors and scrub pots and clean toilets. I thought I was just going to study all day and become some kind of sannyasi. I joined the temple. They had me mopping the floors, cleaning the toilets. Then they, then they sent me out on the subways to distribute books and collect donations. You have no idea. Just like when you get married, you have no idea what you're getting into. Am I right? Am I right? You all know? Right? You get married. What was that? I thought I was marrying Devahuti. I wound up with Putana. <laughs> and the woman is thinking, I thought I was marrying Kasyapa. I wound up with Kamsa. <laughs> That's just a joke. That's, don't, don't get bent out of shape. So, the thing is, Prabhupada here is coming to America. His devotional ecstasy is, he's depending on Krishna. What does Krishna have in store for him? Now, that other thing you're talking about where he's telling the man, yes, there are temples and this and that, he's preaching to this man to show him, right? Prabhupada has full faith in Krishna. So he knows if Krishna wants, all these things will happen. Okay? More questions. I love questions. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. Because, unlike a materialistic person, somebody who is actually spiritual actually feels the lowest. This is something that's unbelievable. But when we are really, really feeling spiritually fit, we actually feel like we're the lowest of the low. Whereas somebody who has no spiritual achievement thinks of themselves, I am so important. Look at me. This is explained in Bhagavad Gita chapter 16, my favorite chapter. Divine and demoniac. I love chapter 16. I read chapter 16 and I say, Krishna, you know me better than anybody. And I'm not talking about the first three divine verses. I'm talking about the other 15 verses where he describes the demon. Actually, I shudder every time I read that chapter. Krishna is pointing out who I am. So it's explained there, the mentality of a demon. So much wealth do I have today? Here is my enemy. I have smashed him. And there's my other enemy. I will get him tomorrow. Everyone is, I am all perfect, all powerful and happy. There's no one like me. <laughs> you know anybody like that? Yes. Yes. Hopefully it's not yourself. So, the spiritually advanced person actually feels very, very meek and humble. 
Have you ever read anything of the Chaitanya Charitamrita? The Chaitanya Charitamrita, the author, repeatedly says, I am lower than this. I'm, and he's actually feeling like that because the devotee appreciates the greatness of God, the greatness of Krishna. And the devotee feels, oh my Lord, you have delivered me. I'm so unworthy. So, that's the devotee's ecstasy. That even though they are the... I'll give you another example. A tree. When a tree has no fruits and flowers, the branches are like this. But when a tree has lots of fruits and flowers, what happens to the branches? They droop down because it's too heavy. So somebody who has fruits of love of God, he always or she always presents themselves very bent, low, meek, and humble. Whereas the person with no spiritual assets and their, their nose can't go high enough. So that's why Lord Chaitanya reminds us to wear around the neck. Be meek and humble for constant remembrance. Therefore, we chant, everybody, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. One more question, another question, anywhere? Yes, Mata. Because we are our own worst enemy. Why is Krishna saying at the end of Bhagavad Gita, surrender? Is it because God is some megalomaniac? I am God, everyone must bow down to me? No. Krishna's got Radharani, he don't need nobody. And Krishna, if he doesn't have Radharani, he's got himself, he's Atmaram. Krishna doesn't need anything. So why is Krishna saying surrender? Because Krishna, when he says surrender, it is for our benefit. You have, a, she has a very nice daughter, young adult daughter, very well-behaved daughter. Now, as she was growing up, I'm sure sometimes you had to guide her some, I don't know, did you have to ever chastise her or was she always perfect? You had to chastise her sometimes. But when you did that, was it because you were vindictive and mean? No, you did it because you cared about her. You loved her and it pained you to see her going down the wrong way because you're the parent and you know I know the kids are thinking, I don't like what this guy is saying. <laughs> I know. I know. But the fact of the matter is, Krishna knows, after all, he set up the matrix. Who created San Diego? Krishna. Of course, he didn't create the mess we made. But the whole material matrix was created by Krishna. And if you read Bhagavad Gita, what does Krishna say? 
this material world, take it from me, the creator is a temporary place of suffering. That's what Krishna said. If you look at this equipment, it all says made in China. All right? So this material world made by Krishna, not China. <laughs> so the manufacturer of this equipment knows because he created, he knows. Just like when my computer crashed, I called Dell. Hey, my computer crashed. And the guy came, some, uh, some technician from, uh, he was uh, from the country of Vietnam, very nice guy. And he came and he knew exactly what the problem, within five minutes, the computer was fixed. All right, and we had a nice talk. And uh, he was telling me so many things. Because he knows, the, the manufacturer knows. So Krishna, the manufacturer of this material world says, Psst, by the way, this is a temporary place of suffering. So Krishna is saying, please, I don't want you to suffer. Come back to me. Please come back to me. That's why Krishna gives us Bhagavad Gita. That's why Krishna sends Srila Prabhupada. And that's why Krishna sends us devotees out there in the world to remind people, yes, you have free will, but use your free will to get out of this temporary suffering condition. We're all supposed to be doctors. Yes, you can become a spirit. Are, what's, are you a college student? High school? You're, you're a nurse. That serves me better. You're a nurse. So, as a nurse, you're there to help people, yes? Right. So, you have bead bag. I saw you chanting and dancing in the kirtan. So, you're also a spiritual nurse. Do you ever get to preach in the hospital? You give them prasad. Give her a hand. She's a spiritual nurse. Very good. Very, very, very good. So, like a nurse, like a doctor, Krishna and his devotees, they have only one business. Direct the misused independence so that the person comes to the conclusion with free will that it's in my own best interest to surrender to Krishna. Hopefully, you all agree. I'm convinced that the best use of my free will is to surrender to Krishna. Like a husband and wife. What is the meaning of husband and wife? They used to be independent. Now they become dependent on each other. Right? I've given many marriage counseling talks and wedding uh, lectures. So what do I tell the new couple? You are to serve him you are to serve her and help each other surrender to Krishna. As soon as the husband and wife is thinking, what about me? Then we got problems. But if the husband is thinking this, I am her servant to bring her to Krishna, and the wife thinks I am his servant to bring him to Krishna, very nice marriage. My wife has told me many times, 
Don't think I married you for your good looks. <laughs> My wife has told me the only reason I stay with you is because you make Krishna conscious fun. I say, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Any other questions? Are you enlivened? Are you happy? I right, prove it. I want to hear all of you chant the Maha Mantra like you mean it. Ma Tattva, do you want the final word? <laughs> Thank you very much. All glories to Srila Prabhupada.